All right, let's get our Q&A vibe going. Somebody asked me a question. Nate Dog 651 you've talked about seeing Idea live and being blown away. How into freestyle were you before that? What influence, if any, did he play in inspiring you? Well, he, he had a massive influence in terms of inspiring me. I was young when I got to see him live, and I had been, of course, um, let me see. I guess the time that I saw him do that live, I was probably in middle school. For those who don't know, Idea is one of the... Um, you know, was one of the most uh, respected freestylers of all time. Uh, still, to this day, one of the greats, uh, ranking very, very high on the list. Rest in peace. He's unfortunately no longer with us. But um, yeah, when I was young, when I was in middle school, I got to see Idea live. Uh, it was Idea and Abilities that were opening up for Atmosphere in Portland. I think we were in seventh, maybe eighth grade. So, uh, you know, that, that would have been like what, like 2000. One, two, like 2002, 2003, something like that. Uh, maybe 04. Uh, yeah, and it was epic, man. I, I, I was already familiar with like Super Nat at that point because um, I had the Lost Freestyle Files compilation album that he had. And through that, I had discovered Juice because it, it had, you know, um, the audio recording of their classic battle. Um, you know, and, and, and Craig G as well, you know, I was familiar with through the Supernat tape. So I was I was already familiar with with some of the, you know, top tier freestylers. But I think at that time I wasn't really too familiar with idea. So I, I got to experience his freestyling for the first time live in the flesh, which is really the best way to experience any kind of improvised music. Right. Is live. So, uh, yeah, it had a massive impact on me, man. And the energy that he brought while he was freestyling on stage was unlike anything I'd ever seen. man. it was just contagious. I mean, it was through the roof energy level just you know rocking the crowd like full body hand up like this going off top rapping about everything that was going down uh, in the audience and just spazzing and just going off top you know with that live freestyle energy so it was amazing man it, it, i was instantly a fan instantly a fan from the moment i saw him doing that uh i was i was on board i was like yo this dude we gotta we gotta figure out what's really going on with idea and abilities um Rest in peace to Idea, man. One of the best to, to ever do it. What else we got? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Axis Deny came with the bars. Hold on. Let me grab this. What hair products do you use to tame that mane that sits on your brain that's lighting those flames? American Crew. It's called Fiber. <laughs> that's what I use, man. Nowadays, I'm always wearing hats, though, so it doesn't really matter. Hey, shout out Mom Spaghetti 313 I stayed up three hours too late last night because I was binging your Amigo videos. That's love. Sorry for the loss of sleep, though. Sleep is important. But thank you for supporting the content. That's amazing. Uh, have you ever freestyled while tripping on shrooms or LSD? I've never done LSD. Um, I've never, I don't think I've ever freestyled while I was, while I was tripping. <laughs> Good question. Oh man, these are, all right. Wow, we're going to that level four. Let's go. The people are hype. Shout out. Let's see. Laria Harvey with the bits. Miller High Life. Thank you for subscribing. Dwayne Swag 01, thank you for that Twitch Prime. Let's go. Spoons too big. Subscribe and let's get it. Let's get it. Shout out to the squad, man. Appreciate you guys being here so much, man. 
Ethan, LOL, I use American Crew Fiber as well. Let's go, Fiber Squad. John O'Farrell. This is an interesting question. Will you ever do live shows or open for comedians? I've done both. Um, actually, last year, I, uh, well, now two, wait, when was it? Yeah, two, two years ago. Man, this COVID year, 2020 is like such a weird lost year in my, in my memory. It's like hard to know when things happen. Um, I'm so disoriented by it. But yeah, in uh, 2019, I did my first ever headlining tour. Um, went to Chicago, Brooklyn, Portland, Oregon, uh, San Francisco, and uh, did a show in L.A. We actually started with a show in L.A. and then went out and came back home. Um, so I've done a ton of live shows, you know, as an as a MC, and definitely am very, very excited to get back out there and rock some more stages as soon as it's, you know, safe and responsible to do so. I can't wait to bring all the energy of everything that we've been doing, um, you know, on the live stream so consistently and, and, and bringing that to people live in the flesh. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. I'm super excited about it. And uh, yeah, opening for comedians is something I've done quite a bit as well. Um, actually, I, I used to be a, a, a fairly regular performer at a monthly event in Los Angeles um, that was put on by uh, my man Mike Glazer. Shout out to Mike Glazer. Uh, the show was called Glazed and it went down at the Hollywood Improv. Um, and it was like a 420 friendly, you know, comedy show uh, that went down at the Improv that was really, really dope. And uh, yeah, I got to close out the night uh, many months in a row, which was really, really incredible. So all the comedians would do their sets. And then at the end, I would go on stage and just go off top freestyle, walk through the crowd. It's a small room. So I was like walking through people's tables and things like that and uh, sort of rap summarizing everything that had gone down with the comedy. So, uh, yeah, I have mad love for, for comedians. I don't know how anybody is brave enough to get up there and do that, man. That blows my mind. All the performances I've done, you know, as a rapper and, and before that as a drummer, um, you know, I, I, I'm good on stage. I'm cool performing, you know, but but the nerves they that even I feel for comedians. I mean, that's that's a tough, tough gig, man. You really have to open yourself up and expose yourself to critique. Um, and I think about it like this, you know, live music. If, if you're you know, you don't have to pay that much attention to it if you don't want to. Right. There can be like a dope band playing, you know, at a restaurant or at a bar at a venue, whatever, and you could just be hanging out at the bar, sipping a drink with your friend that you came with, just chatting. Music's fine, you know, whatever, it's cool, you know, hey, they sound good, you know. But comedy, everyone is zeroed in, focused on every word that you're saying, and the jokes are either gonna hit or they're gonna fall flat. And so everything is getting judged very intensely. Everything is getting critiqued very intensely in real time in a way that isn't really happening with live music. You know, live music is fine. Like as long as it's as, as long as it's not disruptive, you know, disruptive to what you were planning on doing, then you can just be cool with it. Like, oh, yeah, the band. Right, dope. Yeah, I dig it. You know, listen for a second, nod your head and then go back to your conversation. You know, you can pay attention to it if you want, but it. it is a lot more optional than comedy comedy is like this is what's happening you're paying attention and you're either gonna love it or hate it so shout out to all the stand-up comedians man i have mad respect for what you guys do also shout out to fist zero thank you for the uh for the sub oh for the gifts thank you for gifting those subs let's go shout out to laria harvey gifting a sub to the goat lb the prodigy let's get it shout out to lb What else? What else? Boo 
do 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 <laughs> Access denied. We need about 400 bits to complete this hype train. Let's go. <laughs> We're so close. K. Gavin, with the amount of content you put out, how do you maintain a healthy lifestyle both physically and mentally? Hey, there we go. Shout out John, John O'Farrell. Thank you. This is an important question right here. Um, yeah, it's important to have that balance. I spoke on this a little bit last time I was on here just chatting. Um, for me, a lot of it comes down to having a really solid morning routine. So a lot of the things that don't have to do with freestyling or content creation happen before I start my workday. And I found that that's effective for me because, you know, I can just sort of knock all of those things out from the jump. And then I know the rest of the day is cleared out for me to do the work that I have to do. So, uh, you know, if I, if I start working first thing, like, oh, I'll work out later. Or, oh, I'll meditate later. You know, I'll do my journaling later. Those things just never happen. There's so much work to be done, right? That um, if I don't put those things first before I go to work, then they're not actually going to get done. So, and that's just me and everybody is different. So by no means am I saying the only way to successfully maintain balance in your life is to, you know, put the, put the exercise, meditation and journaling first. That's just what works for me. And uh, those are really the three things, you know, that are most important to my morning routine and me sort of having that balance in my life. Because yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going hard all the time in terms of work. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a lot. So every morning, you know, I, I start my day with the morning pages, three pages in a journal, um, just get my thoughts down. Um, I meditate for 20 minutes and then I go on a run most days, you know, and, and that have been very, uh, you know, on and off with for the last few years. But I'm on right now and I'm, I'm really planning to keep it on for 2021, man. So uh, that's one of my big goals, man. But yeah, that's uh, that's how I'm able to kind of maintain that balance. Great question, K. Gavin. PCP Cat said, this is dope. Hey, appreciate that. Thank you for being here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get Funky Media. Thank you for subscribing. Let's go. Hype Train success. That's what I'm talking about. Civic Sport, would you accept a gig to freestyle at someone's birthday party? Hell yeah, I've done that. I've done that many times. And uh, I would absolutely do it again. Nowadays, it's all virtual, but I am available for virtual bookings. I've done a lot of Zoom birthday parties, you know, since, uh, since COVID, during quarantine. Zoom birthday parties, company happy hours. Uh, I've done a couple baby showers. I, I freestyled a virtual wedding. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been doing a ton of virtual performances since uh, everything kind of got locked down, but hell yeah, man. I love to freestyle at somebody's birthday. Oh snap. Here we go on some, on some technique stuff. Cap city Cuddy. It's not here, not here to play around. Let's see. Oops. Um, any tips for completing a four, sorry, a four scheme bar consistently either A-A-A-A or A-A-B-A for it to make sense. Well, first of all, to do like a, I think you're talking about like a four bar phrase, right? Which is something that I was working on a little bit in the practice session last time, right? So there's a couplet. A couplet is just two rhymes. So over this lo-fi beat, hold on. Uh, every time I rap, I stay in the zone. I'm dropping mad text like a mobile phone. 
that's a couplet. But if we want a four bar phrase, we need two more rhymes, right? So, oops, we need the next beat. There's no drums. Uh, yeah, all right, so if we wanted a four bar phrase, every time I rap, I stay in the zone. Yeah, I'm on my own, never no clone. I don't write it, I recite it off of the dome. And I'm dropping more text than a cellular phone, right? So it's a longer phrase. Um, so that's the first thing that you need in order to complete like four bar phrases consistently is you need a vast rhyming vocabulary, right? You need to have a strong rhyming muscle and, 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 a, and a fleshed out inventory of rhymes in your brain, which is basically just like a, you know, your own personal rhyming dictionary inside your brain. So how do you get there? Real simple. You can practice just by taking any, you know, any word and obviously start with simple one syllable words and just free associate as many rhyming words as you can without judging them. None are any better or worse than any others. If it rhymes, um, then it qualifies. So hand, sand, stand, plan, contraband, damn, flam, you know, ma'am, um, alakazam, sham, whatever. And you can go on and on and on, right? And you just explore that way. Phone, zone, clone, tone, known, unknown, condone, uh, you know, and that's what always happens, right? Is the first few options come very quickly. And then if you've never done this before, they might not, right? But, but as you get used to it, you'll, you'll usually have one or two options at least that come to you kind of quickly, automatically. And then you hit a wall uh, and you're thinking like, oh, what's next? You know, where do I go from here? Um, and uh, it's good to try to breathe through that uh, and see if you can come up with one more, right? Um, poem. For me going off a phone right so uh and slant rhymes are obviously accepted for those that don't know slant rhymes are just words that don't technically rhyme but they sound close enough to work for for uh, for our intents and purposes right um like phone to poem which was the one i just did right poem like poetry is what i'm saying i'm pronouncing it in a way that it rhymes close enough with phone you know as a slant rhyme so yeah that's the first thing is you got to get a strong inventory of rhymes if you don't have four uh if you, if you don't, if you're trying to make a four bar phrase and you have your target word, which is, let's say glass, if you don't have three other words that rhyme with glass, you're not going to be able to hit that four bar phrase, period. Cause that's how many you need. Uh, 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 rappers in the game. They sounded like trash. I'm a reign supreme. How long will it last? Stepping up to Mac, man, you really about to crash. Last finger needed just to grip on my glass. <laughs> right? So you need three rhyming words and then the target word. So that's the first thing in terms of making sense. That's a whole nother area to explore, man. I, we're going to get into that. Um, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the next uh, practice session on here. Um, maybe I can speak on that in the next kind of like educational session. Um, you know, I don't want to go too deep on it right now because this is like a whole subject that, for, for, for multiple sessions, really. Um, but just to give you one little tidbit the whole making sense part comes from the practice of extracting a phrase from a single word. So like I have my coffee, right? So the, the word is coffee. So we need to be able to extract a phrase that makes sense that ends with coffee, which is basically like working backwards. If coffee is here, we're extending a phrase backwards that's going to end with coffee. 
So, for, and it has to have, be sort of the right length to kind of fit into cadence. So if, if it's coffee and we're extracting a phrase, my lyrics wake you up like coffee. The night turned black like coffee. Good for your system like coffee. Laxative just like coffee, right? So these are different options. That was like four different options of potential phrases that you could pull from the word coffee. If it was glass, uh, yeah. All my lyrics transparent like a glass. Sipping water, got the liquid out the glass. I be sharper than a shard of the glass. Rappers see through, kinda like the glass. Fill me up to the top, just like the glass. Half empty, half full, it depends on your glass. Right, all right, so that was a bunch of options. That, that, was, that might've been seven or eight, right? Different, different phrases that make sense, right? And so what it is, is it's, it's practicing extracting a phrase backwards that ends with a word. And that's the important part. It has to end with the word, right? Which can be tricky. So you can't say like, yo, yo, I got a glass and this full of H2O. That's a dope line, but, but that ends with H2O. So if you're working to, to rhyme with glass for your four bar phrase and you want to make sense, you have to practice extracting phrases from words. Um, more on that. And that's a, like an advanced subject, but that was just a little bit, a, a little tidbit, you know, to, uh, to wake your mind up to some of the some of the stuff that's going on, you know? Hell yeah, let's get it. Great question, Cap City. All right, let me shuffle the deck here. Let me pop down to the current. Uh, 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 uh. Thank you for the bits, let's go. Serendipity do. Shout out Toxic Monkey, eight months. Let's get it. Oh man, um, yeah, this is a great question from Doot Doola Doot Do. Uh, they said, uh, Harry, do you ever watch your own videos and wish you used the word or scheme differently? Like, oh man, why did I mention that type of thing? Why did I not mention that type of thing? Uh, or are you always happy with what you're spinning? Oh yeah, man, all the time. All the time I'll watch it back and be like, oh man, that was weak. I could have said this, you know? Um, oh shit, can y'all hear that? That's loud in my headphones. Somebody's, the neighbors are, their, mo their lawn's getting mowed. Um, sorry about that. It's Monday, y'all. Uh, yeah, man, all the time. People will also comment like, bro, missed opportunity. You could have easily just said this. I'm like, oh, man, you're right. That would have made so much more sense. Um, but that's kind of the fun of the game. You know, it's improv. So the whole thing with improv is you got to commit. You know, you, you got to commit to your first idea as though it's the only idea that exists. There's absolutely no time to weigh options and consider what might be the best thing to say. Like, oh, I could say that, but maybe there's something better. You can do that when you're writing because you have the luxury of time. When you're freestyling and improvising, you, you do not have the luxury of time. Everything has to happen. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a strict deadline on everything and it's right now. You know what I mean? So you have to commit to the first idea you have. And there's plenty of occasions where I'm like, oh, that was weak or oh, that didn't really make sense. Or God, why didn't I just think of saying that? You know, or, oh, I should have referenced that. Like, that's way funnier. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
so yeah i mean that, that that's part of the whole freestyle thing and i think through practicing daily and just getting better and and watching back and seeing what i did and and taking note like oh maybe next time you know in a similar situation i'll approach it this way over time you know the overall product just gets better and better and better so that you feel less and less um you know you, you catch yourself saying oh man a little less over time hopefully that's the goal anyway what else what else Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Maker Design said, what are good fillers? And some other terms I haven't heard yet. Just starting. Um, for those of you who aren't freestylers, by filler, they're talking about uh, like filler phrases that you can use to give yourself a mental breath while you're freestyling. Right, so... A lot of freestyle rappers are famous for having these filler terms. Hey, shout out to the homie that just donated. That's what's up. BSSTL was good. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, filler phrases. You know, uh, that's how we're able to take a mental breath while we're freestyling. So um, there's a lot of classic ones, you know, that have been used time and time again. Um, but, you know, like goddamn or one time. When I'm on the mic, when I grab the mic, when I get the mic, uh, when I do my thing, I don't give a fuck is also a very, very commonly used freestyle filler phrase. Um, and so the, the way those will be utilized, right, is like you're freestyling. Um, yo, I'm all up in the place. H-Mac, man, I'm really about to ride the bass. I, when I'm on the mic, I'm here to get down. People tapping in just to listen to my sound. Hey, yo, check it, right? So all that little when I'm on the mic, hey, yo, check it, H-Mac. Like I, I, was, I became famous or infamous, you know, depending on your viewpoint for using my own name as my filler phrase all the time. Um, filler phrases man it can be anything the only thing that's important about it is that it doesn't assert too much of a direction in terms of the content that has to follow it right it needs to be wide open you can say anything after it that's why like when i grab the mic or whatever is so effective because you're always on the mic in theory even if it's just a metaphorical mic you know you're not necessarily holding a physical mic but you're on the mic so to speak because you're rapping Right. So you're anytime you're freestyling, you're quote unquote on the mic. So you can say anything you want after that. You know, it doesn't assert too strong of a direction. You wouldn't want to have a filler phrase that was like, I'm really sad because or like, hey, yo, I'm really sad. It's like, oh, damn, like, yo, every every single bar this dude kicks, he's just really sad. Like, damn, that sucks. And you can only say certain things after that. Now, if you are sad and you want to express that through your freestyle, you know, go for it. Of course. I mean, I, I encourage that. I think that's that's therapy, right? I do that all the time, um, but not as not as your filler phrase. It's too strong of a direction or the opposite. You know, like um, it just can't be too specific. It can't box you into having to say a certain thing like and the reason I'm here. It's like, all right, like now you always got to say the reason you're here, you know? Hey, yo, the reason I'm here is so that I can rap. And y'all know that I'm always getting busy on the track. Yo, the reason I'm here is just to make you smile. I mean, you know, that doesn't really work. Hey, yo, check it. You can say anything after a hey, yo, check it. So that's a great filler phrase, right? Does that make sense? Your filler phrases just have to be wide open, man. And just if you want to know like filler phrases you can use, just study all the great freestylers and you'll hear 
you know, what they used and then do a variation off of that, you know, your own spin on it. Um, <clears throat> Cause it's a lot of it. If, if you start with the basis of when I'm on the mic, you could say when I do my thing, when I'm getting down, when I'm in effect, when I rock the spot, when I'm in the place, when I hit the stage, um, when I get busy, when I get down, when I do me, when I come through, you know, when I blank, when I blank, it's just, and, and as long as it's just something kind of generic that's saying like, yo, when I, when I rap, basically is what you're communicating, right? Great question. Hey, shout out the homie Albert for subscribing. Appreciate that. Let's go. Shout out Laria gifting another sub. That's love. Let's get it. When I exist in physical form. That's a mouthful. I mess with that though. Shout out Julix. Hey, what up? Subscribe for four months. What's going on? Good to hear from you, man. What's popping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Black Diamond, do you practice keeping flows going on beat switches like in Five Fingers? Yeah, definitely. Normally, I don't practice over like such rapid beat switches as they do on on like Five Fingers of Death, where it's just like you just get like one minute on each beat and it changes and it's a very drastic change. But um, yeah, like I, I do have a bunch of beat playlists in iTunes that are like a wide range of tempos and, and feels um, so that I can practice, you know, matching to the different different changes in the beat. You know, I don't want to always be rapping at the same tempo with the same type of feel. So it's good to sort of uh, get experience shifting around. I think that my drumming career helps immensely with that. My ability to lock into a new flow or hear a beat and understand like where a good rhythmic feel, you know, lives within that beat. Being able to sort of match my feel to the feel of the beat or contrast my feel, excuse me, with the feel of the beat, if that's what's appropriate. Um, but uh, all of that comes down to sort of musical sensibility, right? Which is like a really, really important part to freestyling that doesn't ever really get talked about. Everybody is so preoccupied by the language of it, right? Again, this is another subject for the practice session, but, but uh, it's all one, man. It's all blending together. We're hanging out. We're talking. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, 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 uh, musical sensibility, you know, um, knowing you know when you should lay back and be behind the beat or when you should push and be on top of the beat to create that you know intensity uh when you should be quiet and, and laid back when you should be loud and aggressive you know um when you should rap about how dope you are when you should be humble you know the tonality like when it's more like emotional type of vibe and you want to talk about some real stuff versus when it's more of a funky fun type of vibe maybe you just want to flex um all of those musical sensibilities, I think, really are born out of like the thousands of jazz gigs that I've done as a drummer, you know, where we're improvising musically and communicating with each other and, and making those types of decisions uh, on the fly as instrumentalists. Um, but yeah, definitely that's a dope thing to practice. And if you're a rapper and, and you want to and you want to work on that, you know, a couple things you can do one you got to listen to songs that are already that already exist that are different vibes like put a playlist together of you know some really laid back chill type rap songs and then some like really intense aggressive type rap songs everything in the middle is some love song rap 
stuff you know some like philosophy stuff battle rhymes you know fast slow you know old school new school everything in between um put a bunch of stuff in one playlist and, and listen through and pay attention to you know why it works in each instance like if it's an intense song what from the music suggests that the rapper should have been intense you know if it's a laid back song what what are you hearing from the music you know maybe it's a jazz piano sample and some like dilla sounding like almost like lo-fi type drums if it's an intense song maybe it's like a trap beat minor key aggressive 808 you know and so maybe that's what inspired the rapper to go aggressive so you you want to just start paying attention to the songs that are already out there in different sort of vibes and and understand you know why they went the way that they went um and that can sort of inform your decisions and then the next step is put a bunch of different instrumentals in a playlist a bunch of different instrumentals of different vibes low-key intense whatever sounds like a sad song sounds like a flex song mash all that together and just press play shuffle and start rapping and freestyling and see if you can match your you know tonality and and, and your sort of um <clears throat> rhythm and feel and and even the the sort of you know uh content that you're using if you can match it to the beat and practice just changing from from one to the other from chill to flex into this and that and the other thing and 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 something 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 dope to work on so shout out black diamond 83 that's a great question yes i do work on that and i encourage everybody to work on that get your musical sensibility up right bars are cool but uh without musical sensibility all the bars in the world are going to fall flat you know it's not going to sound right so um, at the end of the day, this is music, man. It's sound, right? It should sound dope even if somebody doesn't speak the English language and they're listening to me freestyle. It should still sound good. Um, super underrated. I Reaper IZZ. Thank you for the bits. That's what's up. Let me shuffle the deck here. Hey, LC Diaz, thank you so much for those kind words. That's incredible. Thank you. I'm glad you were moved by Amigo Bars 18. I was moved by it as well while it was happening. 100%. What else we got? How y'all feeling? Q&A vibes. Hanging out. Team Snoop or Team Eminem? Both, man. <laughs> but I know what you're referencing. There's like a there was like a low key beef going on for a second. Um, they're both such incredible artists, man, for entirely different reasons. It's actually funny because like Snoop Dogg and Eminem could not be different, uh, could not be more different from an artistic standpoint, the way they approach rapping. But they're both just legendary um, in their own right, and they're both essential to hip hop. You know, Snoop brings so much personality and swag. Um, he's a timeless character in hip hop. And he brings so much funk. And he's just like, you know, he's just dripping in, in sauce every single time he raps. And he's one of one in terms of his voice and uh, his swag. Is You know, you could never imitate um, the swag of, of, of Snoop Dogg. Um, just a phenomenal artist so creative you know just so to the left of everything that was going on i feel like in his time um 
and then you know and then eminem on the other hand is just like the lyrical technician of 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 all time you know one of the all-time greatest lyrical technicians uh in terms of multisyllabic rhymes and and uh you know just dense lyrical shit he's the master you know he's one of the greatest to ever do it so big fan of both man big fan of both i hope they're working it out i don't really know that much about the beef but uh, hopefully it's short-lived uh shout out to the homie julix man gifting those five subs i see you much appreciated much appreciated let's go Jay and then, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I'm stoked on the plans for 2021. Happy to have you as a part of it, my friend. Let's get it. Hannah Bakers, when you freestyle, do bars just appear in your head as you say them in the moment, or do you sort of plan them out in your head? Kind of like when you know the lyrics to a song and your brain just completes the words. Um, and thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was speaking on this actually a little bit last time I was on Twitch. Um, we were doing like an educational kind of practice session breakdown of the techniques. Um, there's some planning involved for sure. I utilize a technique called setup punchline where I'm basically targeting a word and setting it up in advance of saying it. So like um, just to use the example I was or, or let's say tie dye, right? If, if I see somebody wearing tie dye or if I want to rap about the fact that I myself am wearing tie dye, I would make tie dye a target. And rather than say it right away, which is another approach, that's the free-flowing approach. I'm in the tie-dye. I'm feeling quite fly. I got to focus now because one day I might die. Hey, I'm going to let my light shine. I'm quite prime. My mind, they go inside mine. Right to the highest heights I might climb. Shine the brightest light. I'm divine. You know, that's like a free-flowing approach. I start with tie-dye, and then I just free-associate rhyming lyrics from there. Wherever it goes, it goes. You know, wide open. Um, but... Uh, you know, a technique that I really utilize a lot is, is set up punchline where I would take tie dye, target it and put it second. And then I might set it up with something that rhymes with that, like, like quite fly, right? Quite fly. And so then I would say, you know, anytime I grip the MIC, they know I'm quite fly blending many colors together, just like some tie dye. Right. So there's, so that's set up punchline. And so that's the planning that I'm doing, right? I'm planning in that I'm looking around or I'm looking to chat or I'm looking to the random word generator or I'm, or I'm listening to, you know, Joey Badass throwing me words, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm grabbing those targets and I'm planning ahead. I'm putting them second and I'm planning what I'm going to say to set them up so that I can slide into home, you know, and have that really hard impact um, with, the, with that sort of key target word. So yeah, that, that's as far as I'm planning ahead though. I'm not planning ahead beyond just the next target. Um, so like by no means do I know what the, what the target will be six bars from now or how long the verse is gonna be. You know, am I gonna rap for one minute or 10 minutes straight? I don't know. I'm just juggling these target words, you know? Uh, it's a lot like juggling. I'm not a good juggler, but I, I practice juggling with oranges and limes and shit in my kitchen. Because I think it relates to freestyling a lot in an abstract way. So it's like a cool thing for me to practice when I'm like taking a break from rapping. But yeah, I'm always throwing a word up and catching the next target and throwing that up and then catching the next target and throwing that up and catching the next target. There's this perpetual motion of throwing and catching, throwing and catching, throwing and catching. That's kind of how that sort of a setup punchline thing is working. Circular breathing of the mind. 
You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I'm planning ahead, but just a little bit, um, if that makes sense. Shout out to Daft. Thanks for the subscription. Let's go. Shuffle the deck here. Let me see what's good what's good <clears throat> love from Denmark that's what's up Denmark in the house Schlego said do you all did you always want to be a rapper slash drummer, or did you have a different field of interest that you were looking forward to do in life? Now, I've been a musician, man, since I was a kid. I've always known that music is the coolest shit in my world, you know? Um, I love music. I've loved music from the moment that it came into my life. In fact, apparently I loved music before I was even old enough to start forming memories because I'm told, you know, um, that I would like drum rhythms on the high chair tray and my uncle Evan, who was a great musician himself, you know, would tell my parents like, yo, he's got good rhythm, you know, back when I was a baby. Um, maybe he was just being nice, but you know, I was trying to find it, man, even back then. Uh, I loved like classic blues, Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, shit like that. When I was a little kid, my dad would make tapes for me of uh, Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters, classic blues stuff. And, um, you know, apparently like one day it came on the radio. I started vibrating and stuff as a little baby. I don't remember any of that, but yeah, I don't know, man. Music has just spoken to me in a, in a really heavy way, um, since I was a little kid. And so, uh, I guess regardless of what my career ended up being, I would always be a musician, you know? Um, and so I feel really, really blessed that I'm able to actually do it full time as my profession. It's just a, it's a huge blessing, man. But yeah. Now, this is kind of what it's always been about. Zuzo, that's dope. Germany in the house. That's crazy. Small world. Now, let me shuffle this deck here. What do we got? Sanjana in the house. What up? Hard work beats talent. This is a quote. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. To what extent do you agree with this statement? Um, I.e. to what extent do you believe in innate talent? Yeah, I agree with that statement 1000%. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I mean, that is, as far as I'm concerned, that's a fact. You know, and I'm sure there's people that disagree and that's fine too. I would love to have a conversation about it. But in my experience, that is the truth. I think there are a lot of people, you know, with a ton of talent, you know, um, in terms of like they, 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 they have that spark, you know, for a certain thing, whether it's drawing or, you know, playing music or sports, um, writing, you know, whatever, math, science. 
Um, I think there's a lot of people who have that spark and have a lot of skill, you know, but um, but they don't really want to apply themselves or work hard. They, they don't really care about, you know, um, developing that skill or that talent. And uh, in those cases, people with less of a spark for that particular area are always going to surpass them if they're willing to grind and work hard you know i mean even lil wayne said like when when, you know he was like when i came in the game i was like you know i'm not even going to be the best i'm just going to outwork everybody you know and i always thought that was really dope that he said that and then i think it's really really telling that you know for a time certainly he was talked about as you know potentially the best one doing it you know um obama mentioned him in a speech and then apparently like later that day or later that week or something jay-z called him and was like hey i see you you know and 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 uh you know lil wayne i mean come on um one of one of the greats and so uh you know i think that attitude of like consistency waking up every day going to work putting the time in um you know it's it's, it's just it's critical it's critical i know that if i stopped practicing today and I didn't practice again for a whole year, you know, um, I would, I would fall behind, you know, my, my skill level would drop several tiers, you know? Um, so it really is about putting that time in and putting that work in, in terms of, you know, do I believe in innate talent? <sighs> That's hard to say, you know, cause I, I think I do believe in, I think that people do have that spark for certain things. I, I used to say, that I don't really care about talent at all. I don't really care to acknowledge it because I think it's all about the hard work. Now my view on that is changing slightly because like I said, I was banging rhythms on the high chair before I was making memories. You know, I was vibrating to the Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf tapes and recognizing that and feeling that um, before I was forming memories, you know, before I was like really like consciously making decisions for myself. So I think that might be talent, right? That might, and, and, and talent is just a spark, you know? It's not gonna do anything on its own. You know, if I, didn't, if I wasn't lucky enough to live in a supportive household where my parents recognized that in me and decided to support it and invest in it and get me violin lessons and eventually buy me a used violin and eventually buy me, you know, the first drum set or whatever um, and encourage me to write my rhymes and stuff like that, then, then that spark, I think, kind of dies out, you know, or never, it just never turns into a full flame so i think people do have a spark for a certain thing and uh but it's not going to take you all the way there it's the hard work that's going to turn that spark into the fire great question what else what else Oh, whoa, major zoom in. <laughs> okay, there we go. I like this question though. Emil, you're always rapping about new things. Do you ever struggle to come up with new bars that are original to you? Um, uh, not really, um, because the way that I've sort of approached rapping is learning to communicate through rap as a language same way that a jazz musician learns how to improvise right um you know it's kind of like the difference between like a classical musician excuse me and a jazz musician 
classical musician learns a bunch of pieces, you know, which are composed, written out, note for note, all the dynamics, when it should be loud, when it should be soft, when it should slow down, when it should speed up. Everything is composed and very clearly dictated to the performer. There's room for interpretation within that, you know, composition and, and dictation of how it should go. But for the most part, you know, the notes are exact. You know, you got to play this note and then the next note and all that. The rhythms and notes are, are sort of uh, given to you. So they practice and learn a bunch of different pieces. Um, and that's sort of the skill is performing those pieces at a very high level, right? At a masterful level. Um, jazz musicians, on the other hand, they learn uh, harmony and theory. They learn which scales match which chords so that they can invent new melodies over a set of chord changes um, so that they can basically sit in with any band at any moment and hear what's going on in the chords and invent their own melodies right there on the spot that are going to be slightly different every time and, and work, you know? So my approach to rap is, is more like a jazz musician than a classical musician, right? And I guess with this metaphor, people who only write their rhymes and never freestyle are more like the classical musicians. They write everything out and dictate how it should go. And, and that's the way that it is, you know? There's no flexibility to it. And that's dope. Um, many of my favorite rappers uh, probably work that way, you know? Um, but for me, I always wanted to just learn to rap fluently, like as a language to express anything that I'm thinking in, in any moment or however I'm feeling at any moment to be able to express it through, through rap. So, you know, when you're saying, do you ever struggle to come up with new bars that are original to you? It's kind of like, not really because I'm speaking this as a language. And so it's like, you know, do you ever, do you ever struggle as a fluent English speaker? Um, which I'm assuming you are based on this message, which, which is in English, you know, um, do you ever struggle to come up with new sentences to say when you're talking to somebody or asking a question or hanging out with your friends, you know, um, probably not. Right. You, you know, you know, you watch a TV show, you don't like it. You say, man, that show was whack. I wasn't feeling it. The characters were off. Right. You just say that it just comes out. You know, you don't have to struggle to think, how would I say that? You just say what you feel. And so that's the way that I'm approaching rap is, you know, I'm not overthinking like, how do I come up with something new and original that's different from anything I've ever said before? I'm not really preoccupied with that. I'm just saying what I feel in the moment, utilizing the sort of the techniques of freestyling, set up punchline, free association, free flowing, rhythm, you know, um, music, musical sensibilities like we touched on earlier. I'm using all of that to just say what I feel. So um, I could wake up every day and say what I feel in rap form and it will never be exactly the same twice. There might be portions of it that are very similar and there might be verbatim hey man you said that bar <laughs> you said that water bottle full throttle bar almost exactly the same 40 times man on video you know so yeah there's i have my licks or whatever you know i have my uh my go-to phrases that basically just they, they come out almost as habit you know um but uh but they're always in a different context there was something different before it and there will be something different after it and and it's because i'm just speaking uh, through rap form at least that's my goal so uh yeah great question what else we got it's 2 p.m but i'm gonna go uh like an extra 10 minutes because i was a little late mm. yeah this is an important question from jay bird what sort of techniques do you practice to keep your vocal cords strong I've seen your videos where your voice is slowly going out after a full day of content shooting. Yeah, um, it's a lot better now because I'm in the studio like 
I'm not yelling as much. So, uh, but yeah, it used to be a big problem. Live shows too. I would get excited, just come out screaming. I used to lose my voice by the end of a 20 minute set. Like, so our set, pff, man, it was scary. It was scary. And as a vocalist, dude, it's terrifying. You lose your voice. There goes the instrument. You know, if you play violin, like it's not like you play too hard and then the violin magically dissipates. It's gone. <laughs> I lost the violin. What? No, y'all got to stop playing for two days just for the violin to reappear. You know, um, but vocalist, that's literally what happens. The instrument just goes away. It's like, sorry, you know, maybe you can get it back in a few days if you, if you rest. Um, it's mad important. I don't take it seriously enough. I need to be better. Uh, for 2021. Uh, in fact, thank you, Jay Bird, for putting this back on my radar because this shit is critical, man. Got to take care of the instrument. I I, uh, I have worked more on like my breathing and making sure I'm breathing from the abdomen and not breathing all up in here. But um, you know, when you get really excited, you're in the moment. You know, those bad habits come right back. You see the vein going all crazy in my neck, and I'm straining, and my face is red, and and uh, you know, all the time. Even now, I uh, resort back to like kind of bad habits of poor breathing technique but uh that's a big one i think it's just working on breathing from the abdomen you know it's almost just like rather than thinking of pulling air in from up here you're just relaxing your stomach and when you relax and let your stomach open up it automatically pulls air in from like a stronger place so you're not straining all these little muscle weak muscles up here that are needed for your voice um there are lots of vocalists and 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 singers who could speak on this with much more intelligence and grace than I'm speaking on it right now. I'm an amateur when it comes to just pure vocal technique, how to use this instrument in the most efficient and effective way. But I am working on it. There's other little exercises that I'll, that I'll do, um, not consistently enough, but things, you know, lip trills, I think they're called, or the whole uh, type of thing. Uh, things that you hear singers do and stuff, and you're like, what are they doing? That sounds crazy. Um, but it can help relax like the, the voice muscles. But yeah, most of it comes down to breathing, you know, from my understanding. But uh, yeah, I think another big one for me was learning not to yell. <laughs> it's like, yo, Mag, it's cool to be excited, but you can't yell. You gotta, you can rap, you can, you can kick it with, with, with confidence, but you can't just go out there screaming. I used to just scream, and you can see even on like the Venice Beach Freestyle Part One, like it's just like, like the the tone of it is up there the whole time, just like very high intensity shout out to my man with the shorts almost looking like pants but, but, but they know that they can I'm, you know it's just like is that higher pitch i've gotten a lot better about relaxing into like my true voice which i think is a little lower and not overstraining it but you know i'm a work in progress great question yeah straw blowing through it can help the vocals word word i heard that one as well Oh yeah, this is a great question. All right, Raw S. We're gonna do like one or two more questions and then and then I got a dip. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. This is always a blast, bro. Always a pleasure. Um, Raw S, any tips for just expanding your rhyme vocabulary? Is it purely practice and experience that links all those neur neurons together? <laughs> um, I struggle to think of rhymes even when there is no beat and I have loads of time to think. Um, yeah, well, it, it, it is practice, but there are tools that you can use um to assist you right so if you're just purely looking to expand your rhyme vocabulary like man i can't think of anything that rhymes with coffee you know um 
my first step is always try, right? Always sit there and, you know, take a deep breath. Coffee, 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 toffee. All right, toffee, dope. That's actually a perfect rhyme for coffee, right? So maybe one will come to you if you sit there and think. Maybe not. Maybe you just sit there taking deep breaths saying, all right, Harry Mack told me to do this. I can't think of a goddamn thing that rhymes with coffee. And that's fine too, right? But, but at least give it an effort on your own. And then refer to, you know, a tool that, that will give you rhymes, such as a rhyming dictionary, right? Or rhymezone.com. Um, you can just go to rhymezone.com, type in coffee. It'll have a whole host of options. Uh, things that rhyme with coffee, right? Some of them obscure words that haven't been used since the times of Shakespeare. I wouldn't rec uh, recommend uh, committing those ones to memory necessarily because nobody's going to understand what you're talking about. So, you know, look through for words that you already know, um, that you already know the meaning of and that you've heard and that are like currently used. Um, it'll also list names sometimes, which are less useful. But if anything stands out to you like toffee, um, you know, then there you go. That's an option. And you can kind of like, you can write that down, coffee, toffee, you know. Um, another thing that I want to point out is the, the power of slant rhymes. If we always have to stick with perfect rhymes, I can't actually think of another one off top that rhymes perfectly with coffee other than toffee. I'm sure there probably are, but uh, they're not coming to me. So I would go to some sort of slant rhyme, right? Like stop me, can't nobody stop me or probably pronounced with basically two syllables not probably right but probably coffee get off me i'm a boss g can't stop me you know etc etc lockheed um so you get the point so so be open to slant rhymes and things like that when you're doing your digging and actually rhymezone.com i think now does have like i think they call them near rhymes which means the same thing um, but, uh, yeah, I think it does actually list words that kind of sort of rhyme or sound close enough. And some of them are going to be more of a stretch. Some of them are going to be closer to home. And so that's sort of your subjective choice to make. If you, you know, are you going to are you going to consider that a rhyme with coffee? Like, um, uh, I don't know. I can't think of like a, a, a slant rhyme that's far away. Mocktail. <laughs> Mocktail. Coffee mocktail no way right for most of us but hey man kendrick could probably say it and make it sound dope you know or earl sweatshirt there, there are rappers that are just uh that really stretch with slant rhymes and and you know will really take it far away from home you know i might find a way to rhyme coffee with mocktail <laughs> you know but uh but for me that's a little too much of a stretch so i stick closer to home with you know sloppy all the you know poppy probably and all the ones that I already already listed. Um, so start, try to think of your own. Don't forget the power of slant rhymes. Refer to a rhyming dictionary. But actually, the best thing that you can do, the most important thing that you can do, is listen to a ton of rap music, right? And hopefully you're already doing that. Hopefully you're already a fan of hip hop. I assume you are, or you probably wouldn't be inquiring about how to get better at your rhyming. But that part is essential, man. You need to listen and listen deep to as much uh, hip hop as you can get your hands on. Um, you know, figure out who your favorite artists are and memorize 
you know, every song if you can, you know, but, but that's, you know, that's an overwhelming goal, but, but figure out who your favorite artist is, figure out what your favorite song is from that artist and make a goal to memorize that song, no matter how long it takes. It might take you a few days. It might take you a few weeks. It might take you a few months. If this is your first time ever sitting there and memorizing a whole rap song, top to bottom, you know, obviously the more time you invest in learning it, the, the faster it's going to come, you know, uh, technique on that is break it into small pieces, right? Just try to memorize the first two lines, repeat them over and over again. Like NY state of mind rappers, I monkey flip them with the funky rhythm. I'd be kicking. That's enough right there. Repeat that rappers, I monkey flip them with the funky rhythm. I'd be kicking rappers, I monkey flip them right until it's embedded and then go to the next two bars and then put those four bars together and loop that, you know, and before you know it, you got the whole, the whole first verse. Although on that song, it's like a 64 bar verse. So maybe don't start with that one. But uh, now nah, memorize your favorite rap songs, man. And, and the rhyming sounds that they're using, right? And all the cool, flavorful slant rhymes that they're using start to get stored away somewhere in the back of your head, you know? And you're not like biting their rhymes, like, you know, because rhyming sounds are, are, are free for everybody to use. You know what I mean? It's, it's about the words that go in between and the way that you're connecting them and the context that you're... Uh, sorry, injecting into those rhyming sounds that makes them your own. So um, when you're memorizing raps from a whole bunch of different artists, your rhyming muscle in your brain is just getting stronger. You know what I mean? And you yourself will become better at finding your own rhymes without needing to go to a rhyming dictionary or, or directly pull from another artist's rhyming sounds. But I think probably the, the, the thing that had the biggest impact on me strengthening the rhyming muscle in my brain was not rhyming dictionaries or rhymezone.com or anything like that it was really just rap it was listening to so much rap eventually you start to feel like you heard every different thing that can rhyme with every other different thing because it's all sort of a lot of it has already been used before now when you get into like deep multi-syllabic rhyming it br busts the door open in terms of possibilities uh, to where there are nearly limitless possibilities so by no means am i saying that everything that can be rhymed has already been rhymed there's still millions of, of of possibilities that exist out there for us to grab but in terms of like simple one syllable two syllable three syllable words even a lot of the possibilities are already documented in the canon Right. If you just listen to the to the classic um, recordings, um, you'll hear a lot of those those classic rhymes. So that's my advice. Um, ladies and gentlemen. It's about that time, man. We got to get out of here. Portland in the house. That's what's up. <laughs>